0: hey there welcome to lex chat my name is lexi singer rapper songwriter recording engineer model all-around entertainer and thank you for joining me today this show is dedicated to music and entertainment where we talk about the industry and the business and we help each other to become better artists you can catch these chats live on instagram at lexiatl that's l-e-x-c-a-t-l on instagram every Wednesday to be part of the conversation every Wednesday at 7 o'clock I decided if you missed the live you can hear the replay on Mondays at 8 a.m. on YouTube Spotify and Apple Podcasts. if you are listening on YouTube please be sure to like the video leave comments to continue the conversation subscribe and hit the notification bell to be notified each and every time I post a new piece of content if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please give me a 5 out of 5 star rating and leave a review all of these things Really help me by telling the algorithms this is a good piece of content that they should push in front of larger audiences. So I would greatly appreciate you doing that for me. If you'd like to go the extra mile in supporting me, then please consider becoming a patron of mine on Patreon.com/lexieatl. And for as little as five dollars a month, you'll be supporting me and getting early access to content. This week on Lex Chat, we are going to be talking about important values when it comes to building business relationships. What are important values that you should hold and that you should be looking for in business partners as well as characteristics, values and characteristics can almost be synonymous in a lot of ways. But what are some important values when it comes to building business relationships? So if this sounds like a topic you would be interested, oops, sorry. If this sounds like a topic you would be interested in hearing more about, then please stay tuned. Before we jump into today's topic, remember that today's topic is the important values Important values when it comes to building business relationships Before we jump into the main topic, let's check in Let's do the Lex check, okay? Lex check, Lex check, Lex check so i'm just getting back from a trip today actually i went to see my parents a few hours away um i didn't i did not get to go out of town for thanksgiving or see any of my family for thanksgiving um didn't even really see friends for real but and y'all thanksgiving was so long for me um first off happy belated thanksgiving i hope everybody enjoyed it and i hope that your holiday went well my holiday was relatively good and i did spend the holiday making money but um there were a lot of times during that money making where i was like dang is this even worth it did i need to subject myself to this for the money and uh i'm grateful for the money though because november the past few months have been very slow and suddenly there was just like a surge of people wanting sessions. So I'm really thankful for that. I had a I had a 16-hour session on Thanksgiving. So technically the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, right? They called and said, hey, can we do a session? And this was like, let's do it right away type of thing, right? I wasn't doing anything. I was just eating my spaghetti or whatever. And midnight was when we are going to start the session. So midnight to 7 a.m., Originally, it was like we're going to do midnight to four. But while we were at the session, he threw a bunch of money in my hand. <laughs> I guess to try to make me feel better about taking the session. And but low key kind of felt like a hostage situation. Like, yeah, we're going to stay in this beat all night and I'm sleeping in here. And we ain't leaving. Um, so that was from midnight until 7 a.m. We actually fell asleep on the last hour of the session. And then we came back 8 o'clock at night and went until 5 in the morning. Not the most productive session that I would have liked to have, but I did get paid. It was was a lot to deal with, though. I ain't even gonna hold y'all. It was a lot to deal with, and I was not prepared to expend that much mental energy on Thanksgiving. I really was trying to go home, but you know... Sometimes as an artist, we have to sacrifice time with family to make whatever monthly quota or monthly goal we set for ourselves at, um, you know, per month. So that's the choice that I was faced with and the choice that I made. So very thankful because I made a week's worth of money within this 16 hour session. My goal is always to try to get like 20 hours a week. That will typically keep me in a good place financially, like a manageable place financially for the upcoming um, month. Because I do a thing with my finances where whatever I'm making in November is determining how I'm spending in December. Whatever I make in December is determining how I spend in January. And really, let me see what I made. Yeah, well, kind of. It's more like what I made in October determines what I'm spending or how I'm spending in December. Hold on. Let me think about this real quick. I'm confusing myself. Let me think about this. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because what I made in November, I don't know. It's kind of like I'm kind of ahead of the curve. I'm kind of like two months ahead. So I want to say whatever I made in October... Determines what I'm making in December I don't know but basically I'm ahead of schedule And it looks like Oh great During Lex Chat Well whatever Anyway so Yeah um, I wasn't I hadn't met like my quotas For a couple months So of course I decided to Take the money And ended up not going out of town Which worked out anyway because my people the people that I wanted to go see my parents they weren't in their town anyway they went out of town so I just I didn't make any plans to go do anything with anybody I was just kind of waiting till the day of to see what would happen and yeah that's what happened with that so very long day I had the opportunity on Friday to sleep all day so that was nice and then Saturday and Sunday I had sessions that had been booked out like three weeks prior no 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 maybe like a week or two prior so um I knew I had those sessions I was not expecting that Thanksgiving session thankful for it but honestly it was very draining mentally but I am thankful for it so I went to go see family Monday night stayed all day Tuesday and then I came back today and it was honestly very much needed um Working in music is a very thankless job. It's a very draining job and it'll make you feel like you can't really connect um, genuinely with people a lot of times. And it'll make you feel like you have to you're always choosing between furthering your career and fostering and nurturing relationships with family and friends. It'll very much make you feel that way, especially if you don't have friends who are doing the same thing as you. It'll make you feel very disconnected and add on to add on top of that, not making the type of money I want to make. So that means I'm not making the travel money that I want to make to be able to do all the regular things that people do during the holidays, which is see family, buy gifts, those kinds of things. Right. So, yeah, needless to say, I was anytime I go around my family as I've gotten older, it recharges me to be around family and it makes me it gives me more energy and more hope to go on and and be better it's like even though we just did the most regular things like watching tv together or going um going to the mall with my mom to help her pick out a dress for an event that she's going to in a couple weeks simple shit i'm am i cursing no let's keep it clean simple stuff simple stuff let me mark this on my computer that i cursed So just doing simple things with my family feels great. And like literally, like I said, watching TV together, going to the store together, cooking together. And the show that I told you all about last week from scratch, which is a limited TV series on Netflix starring Zoe Zaldana. Me and my mom watched that together and we both got emotional together. So it was just really good. And my stepdad made some bomb dinner we had um <laughs> we're so country y'all their kroger sells frog's legs in the freeze in the frozen section so we have frog's legs and shrimp and stuffed salmon and french fries there was not a veggie on those plates at all but it was really good like it was cool to have dinner that my dad made and then he buffed my headlights for me so they looked nice and shiny and clear I got brighter lights for nighttime traveling. He put gas in my car. He washed the car for me. He noticed that I needed an oil change. He put an oil change in my car, which, oh my God, I'm so thankful. And um, yeah, it was just really good. I'm just happy. I'm just happy. It was really good. So definitely needed that. And it feels good to know that I do have some family that is close because I've been in Atlanta by myself for a very long time. And you know, you try to build a tribe of friends, but I don't think I really, this is just my own little personal thing. Like, I don't think I really have friends I could lean on like that. And I dis- I've i distanced myself from people who I felt like I can't lean on in a sense or who don't inspire me. So there's that aspect of my life. And it it gets it gets very lonely, you know. And this is also a part of the conversation. I don't think I got into for last week's Lex chat, which was do it for yourself, in which I highlighted the benefits of doing things by yourself. Um, I didn't talk about obviously the downside of doing things by yourself. A lot is feeling lonely all the time, and so that's a little bit of my story. I moved to Atlanta by myself. Eventually my brother came up here to do school, but then that was only like three or four years and we barely saw each other, honestly, during that time. Um, Cause you know, both busy with school. I don't think he had a car and it's kind of a lot for me to always go to see somebody and somebody like not ever coming to see me, you know? And then he moved out of state and then I was back being by myself. Um, I got a couple cousins out here, but like, we don't really talk like, but anyway, all of that to say that can be the downside of doing things by yourself. Obviously it does feel very lonely. Um, but all of that to say, it's nice to know that I have family close and I'm happy that my mom decided to move that close to me because now I don't feel so alone out here by myself. Um, and seeing family helps to recharge me. So Yeah that's a little bit I jumped right into the into that Lex check like I didn't even do my usual advertisements of myself so let me let me do those real quick let me do those um the show that I had which was the 26th that was a Saturday yeah so Thanksgiving weekend was just really long the session that I did on Thanksgiving was literally 16 hours total um slept all day Friday and then Saturday was long because I was still tired from Thanksgiving day that really just took a lot out of me oh I might do an actual video on that uh people was high on shrooms and the client was just it was just a lot it was a lot to deal with but yeah Thanksgiving slept all day Friday but I was just feeling so drained from that session that my drained feeling slipped into saturday had a sound check at 3 i don't think i did a session on friday or maybe i did i don't remember sound check was at 3 then i had a session from 4 to 8 and then i had the show from 10 until but the show didn't start until freaking 11:30 or midnight for whatever reason and then <laughs> had a 12 to 8 that sunday and I wasn't really feeling like doing nothing, but it was my client's birthday. So he asked me to come out with him and some friends for drinks. We did that. Ended up meeting CeeLo Green, which was really cool. And uh, yeah, woke up on Monday, did my wake up routine, worked out, called my parents like, hey, is it still cool for me to come? Because my mom told me to, you know, come on Monday and Tuesday and we'll we'll cook and do whatever. So yeah, after I did my wake up routine, I got on the road at like one o'clock on Monday. I was planning on coming back Tuesday night, but she convinced me to stay another day and I was like, sure, yes, I need this. But yeah, the show for, I was one of the openers for Triggs and Sean Artest. Triggs is an artist signed under Snoop Dogg and this was actually the kickoff show, the kickoff event for their Solid Foundation tour. That was a lot of fun. It was at Mango's in Marietta off of Franklin Gateway. And I got a little eight minute set. I wore comfortable clothes and danced a lot more than I usually do. Well, getting closer to the level of dancing that I aspire to do on stage. Did bed Dream and Motorboat. Two different styles of songs. Took pictures. A few people came out and supported me, which was really dope. So yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Oh, real Anthony Madden was out there. He was he was the other opener. He got live on the keys, live on the keys, which that's something that I would love to do. I'm still I don't practice enough to be playing piano while I'm on stage though. If I would just practice, that's really all it is. But yeah, he killed it. Real vocals, real R&B, and an actual musician because he's playing keys. So that was dope. Of course, Triggs and Sean Artest killed it. Yeah. got that body ain't been touched since you got it. I might actually play that in the background um, for upcoming episodes or just do like a workout video to it. So part of the way that I show my support to my friends who are music artists is I'll do these little workout videos on my Lexi Fitness page and play y'all's music in the background. Because why do I need to be playing these celebrities when I have friends who do music that's a very simple and small way that I can support. But hey, especially if my videos are getting views and I'm helping my friends get views too, you know. Um, so, yeah, I might put I might put that I might put that song in the background for next week's Let's Chat. I'll think about it. I'll ask Triggs. But if you are listening to this on YouTube, Spotify or Apple podcast right now, then you hear the song playing in the background. Love Chaser is playing in the background. You can find Love Chaser on all streaming platforms today, that's Spotify, that's Apple, that's Tidal, that's Google, that's Amazon, that's YouTube music, and if you're on YouTube, you can watch the video for Love Chaser. Just search Lexi Love Chaser and you will be able to see the video. It really was a huge production, that entire video, really dope. So yeah, if you are listening to the playback of this episode on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple podcast, then you can hear Love Chaser playing in the background right now. Um, I would like to take a moment to tell y'all about my merchandise, Lexi hats, wristbands, posters, lighters available on my website, LexiATL.com, L-E-X-C-A-T-L dot com. You can find those things or if you catch me at the live shows, then holler at me for the merch in person. Okay. next up, shout out to my Lexi quotes page, which is dedicated to my love for reading, my interest in reading Um, I believe chapter six posted and now chapter seven will be posting by the end of this week for the book by Omarion It's called Unbothered, the power of choosing joy. And I will be reading the last few chapters of that book and posting them to Lexi Quotes. So if you don't want to read alone or if you don't feel like buying the book and you just want to listen to it, then I'm reading it for you and doing reflections at the end of the chapters. If that's something you're interested in, then check out Lexi Quotes, L-E-X-C Quotes. On Instagram and YouTube. And is that available on Apple Podcasts? I have to double check, but yeah. Another shout out to Glory Apparel, G L O R Y, God's Love Over Rebellious Youth Store. That's God's Love Over Rebellious Youth dot store to shop. The merchandise, you can check out the first collection from Glory Apparel. The first collection is called Loved Ones, and I was a featured model on that shoot. Check me out in the light blue Loved Ones hoodie. Okay. Uh, What else on there? Oh, a percentage of all the sales from this collection will be donated to helping people get help. We want to see our people be healthy emotionally and mentally, so every month we will be paying for as many people as we can to go to therapy. Through your purchases, you will help people all over the world find safe spaces to process their life experiences in a healthy way that will ultimately lead to a healthy life. Okay, so y'all definitely check that out. That is Glory Apparel. Glory is an acronym for God's Love Over Rebellious Youth. And the website is God'sLoveOverRebelliousYouth.store to shop or if you don't feel like typing all that in, because honestly, that is very long. You can go to Glory Apparel one on Instagram. That's at gloryapparel1 on Instagram and click the link in their bio to do your shopping. It is for a good cause. Alrighty. So yeah, let's get into the topic at hand. Today, we are talking about important values when it comes to building business relationships Shout out to at real Anthony Madden for suggesting this topic. Beautiful topic to do. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so much. So yeah, we're going to talk about the important values when it comes to building business relationships. If this is a conversation you want to get in on, then please make sure you stay tuned. We're going to get into the show after these messages. Alrighty, so let's get into the topic at hand. Today on Lex Chat, we are talking about important values when it comes to building business relationships. Again, I want to give a shout out to at Real Anthony Madden for suggesting this topic for us. It is a great topic. I had some other stuff that I wanted to talk about, but I did not prepare. I'm going to be transparent. I did not prepare for... Let's chat today. And uh, the topic that I wanted to get into definitely requires that I reflect and think about some things. I'm pretty good with like freestyling and winging it, but I, I want to do justice to it. And um, yeah, so we'll probably get into that next week. But this week today, right now, we are talking about important values when it comes to building business relationships. Alrighty. Now, we had a little powwow on the live chat on Instagram, and we went through some values that we hold near and dear when it comes to building business relationships. If you would like to get in on the live conversations, remember that you can tune in on Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. on Instagram at Lexi ATL, L-E-X-C-A-T-L on Instagram on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. to join the live conversation. And be part of the live chat. All right. Before we actually got started with the show, we had a little powwow. And uh, not only did we get the subject of today's show suggested by at real Anthony Madden, another shout out, but we also kind of talked about, like I said, the kind of values and characteristics that we would like to see and that we would like to be in order to maintain healthy business relationships and to build business relationships. So I mentioned the word transparency when we first got started, and that's actually one of the values that I wrote down, integrity and transparency, integrity slash transparency. I also went through and looked up the definitions because I think it's fun to know the definitions of these things. So we Googled the definition of integrity, the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles, moral uprightness. The quality of being honest and having strong moral principles being honest and then transparency as an ethic that spans science engineering business and the humanities transparency is operating in such a way that it is easy for others to see what actions are performed so those two things to me go hand in hand integrity and transparency if you are joining me in the live chat then feel free to tell me what you value what are some important values to you when it comes to building business relationships and give me just a moment because i realized that i forgot to tag this important values when it comes to building business relationships boom Pin the comment. Now, everybody who tunes in will be up to speed. Yes. Yes. Okay. So yeah, integrity, the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles, transparency operating in such a way that it is easy for others to see what actions are performed. So if we're just working off of the definition of integrity, right? Integrity means acting in a way that is honest and standing on your honesty and standing on principles that are overall deemed as good. So I think where a lot of people struggle with integrity, especially when it comes to the music industry, there are a lot of opportunities for people to not have integrity. And there are a lot of opportunities for you to screw someone over or for you to be screwed over when I think about what I'm saying right now what's coming to mind is the fact that unfortunately the music industry gets a bad rep for not having much integrity and not having much transparency and just in general being one of the darkest industries entertainment being the darkest industries to be in and opportunities for people to not practice integrity and not practice transparency would include and honestly I kind of do it to a degree if I'm being completely transparent um so let's see when it comes to the credits given on a song for who wrote it right this is one reason like even before other people were telling me about how they like to keep closed sessions or how I heard about other major artists liking closed sessions. For me, it's just, I don't like a lot of people who I don't know in and out of my session messing up my energy, messing up my thought process. Then in fact, I actually would prefer to be in sessions by myself away from other people's influences because I feel like I can be my most creative and my most raw and honest self when I don't have a bunch of people in my face trying to tell me what to do and how to do it and how to tell my story or what to say, or they try to change what I'm saying to make it fit whatever they had in their mind. But that being said, right, one way that people can like misuse or abuse integrity or like not have integrity is when it comes to recording sessions. And there are a lot of people in the room and they're throwing out ideas you might use a phrase from one person. You might use a phrase from someone else and there might be a third person, fourth or a fifth person. Right. People will forget very quickly who contributed what to the song, especially when it's attached to an artist who is signed with a major label who everybody knows has a big budget to push this artist and the possibility the potential the earning potential of this artist and the particular songs that we're working on it has a high earning potential right so people get very weird when these things are on the line and they get very weird when they start to realize like hey if i don't get credit on this song i'm not going to get paid or if i allow too many people to get credit on the song i will get less of the pie even though 100 percent of nothing is nothing 10% of nothing is nothing, but that is an opportunity that is probably the most common way that people misuse or they don't practice integrity and transparency. And I definitely experienced this for myself last year. People will try to smooth things over and make you feel like your family. And I have a thing, I don't like people calling me sis too quickly. Like if I just met you two weeks ago, why are you calling me sis? Why are you calling me friend? I don't know you. <laughs> we ain't work together like that. I don't know you. Like they'll try to make you feel really comfortable and whole time they have ill intentions for you instead of just keeping it professional and remembering the the common goal why we're here, right? So that's just a pet peeve of mine and something that I look out for. But they'll call you sis and they'll try to make it seem like, yeah, we a team, we're we, we a family, we're all in this together. But then they write you out of a song that you not only engineered but also wrote and did background vocals for. So I've definitely had my experiences. What are you doing? She's messing with the with the blinds. Definitely had my experiences where people were not honest with me and they were not transparent about their about their intentions. Now, how does this affect the business relationship in that scenario, in that particular situation? For me, and this is my own little tidbit, right? If I don't trust you, if I don't like you as a person on a personal level, then I will not want to work with you on a business level. And I hate that people try to separate the two when who you are as a person definitely reflects in your business practices and it reflects in the culture of your business and the culture of how you run your company. So that's something I think everyone needs to be mindful of. If you got a bunch of crappy people working for you, your business is probably crappy and the way you handle people is probably crappy and you probably treat your customers in a crappy way. So if I don't like you personally, I'm not going to want to work with you business wise. And I wish more people would adopt that instead of trying to push it aside or, or turn the other cheek because there's money involved. But anyway, Hugh Steph says, I'm big on relationships. You know, got a guest for Lex Chat. Hey, yeah, I got to get you back on Lex Chat. iWordplace says it gets wild. It most definitely does get wild. Um, And it taints when somebody doesn't practice having integrity and they don't practice being transparent. It causes distrust in the relationship. And if I can't trust you. Why would I trust you to have my best interests when I don't trust you? I can't trust you at all. So a lot of times, like I mentioned, we're we're in these rooms as engineers, as songwriters, as creators, contributing to an overall song or an overall project. And people, they forget real quickly who all was in the room helping to make hits, helping to put the project together Um, And they'll discourage you from doing split sheets right then and there because nobody wants to handle the business per se right then and there, even though it would be the best thing to do. Everybody take or at least document who was in the room on this day. Like I think some studios actually do document like who was in the room or who was on the login, the sign in sheet for this particular day at this particular time. And that would help a lot. But, you know. So yeah, if, if you're dealing with people or if you are someone who does not have integrity and you, you don't work out of transparency, then you are destroying the trust in a relationship. I'm gonna kick you out. Keep scratching at the door. I'm gonna kick you out. Hugh Steph says, great point. Let me know. I'm here. Yes. You know, Hugh Steph, I actually might want you to be like a consistent co-host like once a month. I'll feed you. I'll feed you. All right. Oh, I forgot to mention the giveaway and the lex check. Oh wow. Well. But yeah, so another another value that is important to me, which is actually the number one value, but I just mentioned transparency first as a transition, so we went into it. But the number one value for any relationship would be communication. When people are transparent, they tend to have the best communication. When people have genuinely good intentions, they tend to have the best communication because when you communicate and you're transparent, you want everything out on the table. You want everybody to know what they're being a part of. I'm gonna give y'all a ratchet example. So not even um, not even to necessarily do with music, although I've been in a situation where it affected my musical opportunities, right? <laughs> So let's see, we already did integrity, transparency. Do I want a definition for communication? Hold on, y'all can hear how fast I type. Communication, imparting or exchanging information or news, means of sending or receiving information. So you're you're openly providing information with people when you have good communication. So let me see. Dang, did I just forget the example I was going to use because I Googled the definition of communication instead of leaning into the example that I had in mind? Oh, child, I think I did. Communication, communication. Yeah, so I just lost the example I had. It was something ratchet. It had to do with cheating men, folks, and women. Oh, 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 okay, there it is, there it is. Not even cheating necessarily, but I was I was caught up in a situation, right? Dealing with a guy. It was nothing serious, but I wanted to be told and notified if he messed with other people. Cause we did things not safely every time, you know? So it was important to me, like, hey, I don't care who you deal with outside of me, just let me know like who. In the case of like if I know them personally or if I know of them um, or just let me know so that we can wrap things up and not be so reckless (laughs) because I don't know who this other chick is. I don't know what she does. I don't know who else she's doing things with. So just tell me this guy couldn't do that. And it was an artist that he was trying to get me to work with. And she was not being upfront about messing with this guy, even though he was upfront with me about messing with her eventually after I pressed a little bit, because I could see the names popping up on the phone consistently every day. And I went through the phone one time and saw the call logs and yeah, talking to this chick as much as he was talking to me. So I confronted her about it and she tried to play dumb at first. Like, um, Honestly, it's none of your business what my what I do with my sex life. And I said, all right, look, the reason why I'm coming at you is because I think everybody needs to know what's at stake. We need to put everything on the table so we know what we're dealing with and nobody is hit with any surprises just to let you know. She felt like I was being messy or petty. I felt like I was being real mature. I'm not attacking you. I'm not yelling at you, you know, so But because we could not have clear communication and I guess this does still end up being music because of how like she was just not forthcoming with information until I told her that I already knew. I was like, yeah, I can't work with this chick. (laughs) I can't work with her and I can't deal with this dude anymore. So how does bad communication mess up relationships? It leads to mistrust, distrust, whichever combination you want to use it leads to people not being able to take you seriously when you tell them something and people always feeling like you're trying to one-up them or you're trying to um what's the word i'm looking for you're trying to cheat them you're purposely trying to be malicious when you don't keep things open and honest so when it comes to building good relationships in business The communication has to be there through the good and through the bad, right? Even if it comes to if somebody does something that you don't like or they react in a way that you don't like, you have to be able to talk about the not so great parts. And you got to be able to talk about things that offend you without calling each other out of your name and without being too accusatory, you know, um, Let's see. So I've fallen out with clients before and I'll give you a light one, though. Um, This happened a few years ago Was a female artist I was working with. And this is back when the studio was doing one hour sessions for whatever freaking reason. That was always dumb to me, but I was a hungry engineer, so I accepted it. (laughs) But she had been wanting to work with me for like two weeks and the timing was just never lining up. And back then we accepted one hour sessions. So she ended up getting me to come in cause she was wearing me down, trying to get into the studio. How are you wearing me down for one hour? That's another that's another question I got for her, but she was wearing me down like, please. So we ended up booking for 11 o'clock at night. And this is where my communication should have been better. I should have told her that I was tired and I didn't feel like being there, especially not for one hour. And honestly, she was not performing the way that I she she got accustomed to me telling her how to perform and how to say certain words, certain ways. She had been accustomed to me pulling the best performance out of her. And I was not trying to do that because I wasn't getting paid for that. And I was tired. I didn't feel like, you know what I'm saying? So that was where I messed up communication wise. And I've had other client, one client in particular, who's gotten on me about not having the best energy in sessions. And that was my fault for. Part of it was fear on my part, which I could have communicated. I was fearful that if I did not accept this session, then they would go find someone else and then I would be missing out on money, which is what artists do, because a lot of artists. As an engineer, you'll be lucky to find loyal artists, but a lot of artists, if they don't get you, they are perfectly fine dealing with somebody else if they don't value what comes with an established working relationship. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I did not properly communicate my fear of if I reject you, if I reject taking your session tonight, then I I'm fearful that you will work with someone else and then you'll start calling those other people before me. So um, also, I was not upfront about being tired and not feeling like it. So I was not going to be able to give the same experience and the same interaction that they would have been used to for this one client more recently. And then for this female client a few years ago. So that was my bad. That's where my breakdown in in communication was a fear of telling the truth for fear that they would go book somewhere else or they wouldn't want to work with me. And I would be missing out on money that particular night. Money that I need because it's scary at you. All right. So this particular session with the girl, it was one hour long. I didn't feel like being there. I didn't feel like being interactive. And it was literally just one hour. She said it wouldn't take long, but she just was not getting it. And I don't want to send her out because we had a good working relationship up to that point. I didn't want to send her out with no BS, but I wasn't she just wasn't getting it and I wasn't feeling it. And my face tells everything. (laughs) So if I'm not feeling something, I might tell you I'm cool, but my face will tell you that I'm not effing with you. And she thought that I had an attitude with her because I wasn't as responsive and my face was probably looking real mean because I got resting bitch face. I do have resting bitch face. So she took it as she took it as disrespect and I have not worked with her since this was probably three, four years ago. I have not worked with her since, but she took it as disrespectful. She took it as, Oh, you have a problem with me. Your energy sucks. Now, She was wrong. I did not have a problem with her, but I will give her that maybe my energy was not the best because I was tired. It was 11 o'clock at night. She was also tired and it was only for one hour that I drove from my house to come record you recording a lackluster performance. Both of us would have benefited from saying no to that session that night. But when I tell you she wore me down, child. But that's where our communication broke down. And because of that one interaction, I had worked with her for a year at that point. But because of that one bad interaction and that breakdown in communication, I have not worked with that artist since. <sighs> Complete transparency moment. I don't care that I don't work with her. Um, There was something kind of phony about that one. I don't know. Um, I don't know how to explain it. I'm not going to go into that, but it's not a bad thing that we don't work together, but that's an example of communication breakdown. Um, more recently, even like a month ago, I actually have learned from my mistakes of, you know, being upfront with how I'm feeling with artists, right? So that I can respect my mental health, but also respect that they are expecting a certain experience when they come to the studio. So, Um, this client thinks that we fell out. I would work with, with him again, but he thinks the relationship is what is over or whatever. He thinks the working relationship is over. So whatever he can keep thinking that, but basically they booked two hours. They were trying to do three songs. They showed up 15 minutes, 15, 20 minutes late. One of the artists didn't know which beat he wanted to do. We were wasting a lot of time top of the the top of the um session they tell me we want to do three songs we only have an hour and a half to make that happen so i can admit that yeah i was being i was being pushy i was rushing because i'm trying to help you walk out of here with what you told me you wanted which was three songs in two hours but really we only have an hour and a half because y'all showed up late and one of the artists didn't know which beat they wanted to do so i was i was rushing they told me after the session. Well, the manager told me after the session, everybody felt like your vibe was off. Okay, he tried. Uh, he kind of went off on me. He kind of went off on me, and um, after went off. After he went off on me, was saying that, and I hate people trying to throw money in my face. Like you know, I pay you. I pay you. Like let's be real. I only see you every three to six months for two hours. Two hours every three to six months does not tell me that you're a very serious artist. But anyway, I pay you and I spend money with you. (sighs) If we're being honest, bro, you're not really whatever you do pay me. I thank you for that. But you're not consistent enough for me to give you all of the perks that you want to get out of me. Because I know you personally before we started working in the studio, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So he goes off on me saying stuff like that. But then at the end of going off on me wanting to book a session and I say, you know what? And this was like, it was like an hour or two hours away from the time that he wanted to book. I said, you know what? I don't like how this conversation is going. And because you told me already that my vibe was off after arguing with you, my vibe is definitely off and I'm not going to give you a good experience. And we're going to probably end up having the same problem that, y'all said y'all had with me last night which was a bad vibe so i don't like how this conversation went i don't want to record with you tonight but here's the number to the studio you can see if another engineer is available because i don't want to stop y'all from working but just you're not working with me tonight (laughs) because i don't like how you're talking to me and now my vibe is off so i have i've gotten better with um you know if i'm if i know i'm not feeling a session i will speak up and say hey Just to let you know, I'm a little tired, so it's not going to be the experience that you're used to. Or, you know, uh, I was annoyed with them showing up late, but telling them that before we started the session probably would have thrown off their vibe even more. So something I still have to work on is not caring if artists are late. Um, That's something that really bugs me. Because you you're playing with my time. And like y'all said, time wasting, major dear, major deal breaker wasting time. Yes. When artists show up late for sessions that are not even that long, it boil it it grinds my gears. But that's something else I'm working on. But I've done better with communicating, like, hey, I'm not feeling it tonight. I want to give you the experience that you are used to. So I tell people straight up, I'm not feeling it tonight and i do realize the consequence of missing out on money um but that's just that's the cost that i pay to ensure my mental health you know um alex of oyl says we make them pay extra if they show up late the type of clientele that this studio has unfortunately when i was managing it people were paying but I'm not managing it anymore and the way that the current owner does it he doesn't really push for deposits even um so it's just really hard to even enact like making them pay extra for showing up late I mean in a way I kind of make them pay extra because if you're trying to go over the time that you booked it's one thing if me the engineer is late then I will give you the time but if you as the artist is late we're staying with the time that you booked right so anyway anyway and yes, no deposit, no booking, and the owner knows I'm not showing up unless there's been a deposit made because I don't want to waste. Gas is high, inflation, you know, like come on. But moral of that story, right? The communication, even though that particular exchange between me and that client was not good, and he's likely never going to bring his his uh, his artists to me again, which is fine because I don't I don't love working with them. It's not fun working with somebody who throws up in your face that they pay you, even though you only see them every three to six months for two hours. Um, It's not fun working with somebody like that. Girl, if you mess up my recording, I did not move my monitor for you to be on the desk laying down. So, yeah, yeah. um, (laughs) So communication can make or break a business relationship, (laughs) but you have to be willing to have. Good conversations and hard conversations respectfully. I felt disrespected. I felt like I was being very logical with why I didn't want to record. That person felt like I'm paying you so it shouldn't matter how you feel, but you just complained about me having a bad vibe the night before. So uh." anyway, so that's communication, right? And we already touched on honesty And I kind of touched on having tact and couth a little bit by saying that we need to be able to communicate in a good way. We need to be able to communicate about good things and bad things respectfully. Girl, stand up. And that means we need to have tact and we need to have couth when we are communicating. So the definition of tact, T-A-C-T, is sensitivity in dealing with others or with difficult issues. So when you have tact, you have a keen sense of what to do or say in order to maintain good relations with others or to avoid offense. And when you have couth, that means good manners, refinement, cultured. So We got to be honest, but we also have to be mindful of how we are saying things. Because if you take the wrong tone with somebody, which in the example that I gave y'all, I felt disrespected because of the tone he was taking. But also some of the things he was saying was definitely throwing me out the vibe. Had he not been so aggressive with me, then we probably could have had a session that night. But... It was too aggressive. You coming at me too aggressive and you're talking at me and you are assuming that my values lie in making money out of you. That's another aspect of it. Um, Oof, hold on. And that's a value that I didn't write down. But he assumed that just because he was paying me, I would want to work with him. So. I already gave y'all the definition of tact and couth. Something else, a value that I think is important to business is, and I, I, I don't really have a singular term for this one, but something that I value is, I guess, flexibility, because it's not all about money in business. Like, of course, the goal is to make money. Yes but I want to enjoy the people that I do business with. And enjoying the people I do business with means that we can be mutually beneficial to one another. So let's say that a friend is not able to pay me up right for something, right? But if they are a photographer, they might say, hey, can I get this many hours of studio time for this value of photography? Or, hey, can you clean up the audio on this movie project and I will shoot a quick music video for you one location? You know, we kind of do like a trade. So I guess, I guess flexibility would be a good word for it, a good term for it. I value flexibility in building business relationships. And because if you wanna get, I, I believe that having good business is having good relationships. And that's why I say that if I don't like you personally, I'm not going to want to do business with you. So it can't be all about money all the time. Like, um, and I see that Triggs just hopped in here. What's up, Triggs? What's up? Y.K. What's up? Breed? loves you. Um, I'm going to use Triggs as an example. He asked me to open up for him for the kickoff event for their tour Solid Foundation Triggs and Sean Artess. shout out to y'all <laughs> now I like Triggs as a person I like his work ethic as an artist I respect what he does how do you think the relationship would have been affected if I was like hey yo Triggs thanks for inviting me how much are you paying me for this you know I think Being too hungry for money versus having a genuine concern for helping people achieve something for themselves. I think that's something that we all need to be mindful of. If you are only about the money, then you will only be as good as your money. But part of having good because the thing is, right, we're building relationships Yes, we want to make money together, but we are building relationships. If the relationship is only worth $500 on production, $300 of studio time. If I can never get any kind of favor out of you, I can never get any kind of flexibility. Then we don't have a relationship. We just got transactions. And I wish people. So um, there was another term that came to mind. So flexibility, but also um, service. That's the word. Oh, um, Oh, gosh, hold on. Let me write these two words down. I think flexibility and service. Hugh Steph said, yeah, that's bad business. And I agree. So other... Other values, other attributes that I value when it comes to building business relationships is people's ability to be flexible with me and people's ability to serve me because I am willing to serve those people. These are relationships. And even if you try to use the same rhetoric from these dating coaches, right? The same rhetoric that's used when people are giving dating advice, they will tell you recently what's been going around Instagram and anyway, is relationships should not be 50, 50. They're not 50, 50. They're not even 100, 100 all the time. Sometimes the relationship is 70, 30. Sometimes it's 60, 40. Sometimes it's 100 and zero. (laughs) Sometimes it's 90 and 10. I think um, first lady Michelle Obama also had one but she was like there were plenty of times during her and barack's uh president barack's relationship barack obama's relationship where he was struggling y'all he had a car with the 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 floor missing and you could see the road going by like that's wild but she was explaining how it wasn't 100 100 all the time sometimes i was 70 sometimes i was 30 and Sometimes I had to be the 70%. Sometimes I had to carry the relationship. Sometimes he had to be the 70% and carry the relationship. So it's the same thing in a business relationship. You got to be able to be of service to each other. And I think too many people, like I said, they get hung up on making the sale and making the money. You can treat your customers like that. But I think the deeper value that we should all carry into business is... Is when you take care of people, people will take care of you. And I truly believe that we should have a spirit of service when it comes to each other and just people in general. It doesn't always feel the greatest, like especially when you really need it. But if you are always blinded by only making money that you don't see the value of the relationship, the value of the connection, the value of the person who can make connections happen because they know you and you've treated them well and we don't know where each other is going to end up in this life but if you are a if you are of service and you're willing to help then you can open yourself up to receive help so yeah important value i value flexibility and a spirit of service when it comes to people who I, I deal with in business, in personal relationships and in business relationships. Those two things, I'm glad those came on my mind before the hour is up. Um, Let's see. So we already talked about trust and I kind of, I indirectly talked about little or no pride when I spoke about communication, being able to have good conversations We're being able to have conversations about good things and conversations about bad things. Part of being able to have conversations about bad things in a respectful way means that you have to put your pride to the side. Put it to the side. okay? and this kind of also goes hand in hand with being with having a spirit of service. You cannot have a spirit of service if you are overly prideful. It's okay to be proud of your work and to have, um, there's another word I wanna use instead of pride. It's okay to to be proud of what you do and it's okay to appreciate what you do, like be proud of your work, right? What's not okay is being so proud that now you're not flexible. And you're not able to be of service because you feel like you have to maintain a certain image or you have to, you know, um, I'm trying to figure out how to form it. It's not coming out as eloquent as I want, but I hope y'all can understand what I'm getting at. But you have to keep your pride under control. And in a lot of situations to even be able to accept critique and to be able to respectfully disagree and to be able to respectfully talk about bad things with people who you have a business relationship with, you have to put your pride to the side and you have to have good self-reflection and self-examination. Again, shout out to real Anthony Madden. He gave that term self-examination, which is a great way to say it. If you lack those things, you will not be a good business partner because uh, the word compromise just came to mind as well compromise these are things that just make good make for good relationships what's up maurice i've been good how about you so you have to limit your pride you have to eliminate your pride you have to have a good amount of self-reflection you have to be able to engage in self-examination and critique yourself and honestly, if you are not a harsher critic on yourself than me, then we might have a hard time coexisting in a business relationship, because when I have already gone through my flaws, it doesn't sting as much as when other people point it out, you know, so I value within others and I strive to for myself have no pride because that gets me. Compromise that gives me flexibility and that allows me to maintain a spirit of service when I am building and maintaining relationships, personal and business. So how do y'all feel about that? (laughs) I don't have a deep way to transition out of that. I don't have a deep way. And then when you can because we are already at our hour and I don't want to make this too long, but. If you are able to practice all of these things consistently, that is how you build a strong business relationship. When you can have good communication more times than not, when you have honesty and integrity and transparency and you deliver things, you say things with love, with tact and with couth, when you are able to to engage in self-reflection and self-examination when you can eliminate your pride trust in others be flexible be of service to others and you do those and, and compromise with others and you do those things consistently that is how the relationship can be built in strength that consistency is the last key do all of these things but do it as much as you possibly can and that is how you build strong business relationships those are the important values when it comes to building business relationships and y'all these kids just got crazy next door I don't have kids my neighbors have kids they are bouncing around Yo, somebody is The Rock somebody is Hulk Hogan in there they are about to do this wrestling match it sounds like crazy crazy So, yeah, let's go over those characteristics or those values again. Communication, honesty, tact, and couth. That's like in one line. Honesty, tact, and couth is in one line. Communication is another. Next one, integrity and transparency. Next one, consistency. Next one, self-examination. Next one is compromise. Next one is eliminating pride or limiting pride next one is trusting others next one is flexibility and next one is spirit of service so if y'all relate to any of these let me know let me know does anyone in the live chat have any last words (laughs) that sounds really really dark does anyone have any uh closing thoughts on this topic speak now or forever hold your peace yeah it's about time for me to wrap this up because I don't want to interrupt the wrestling match next door Katniss even settled down and now we got the kids to worry about it's crazy that's crazy man but yeah um so think about these values and let me know do you agree with them do you disagree Are there some values that you think I should add to my list? And tell me what your list of values are. If you are listening, or watching this, well, listening, because I'm not putting video to these anymore. If you are listening to this on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, please make sure that you comment down below to keep the conversation going. Make sure you subscribe, make sure you like, make sure you hit the notification bell so you'll be notified each and every time I post a new piece of content if you're on Spotify and or Apple Podcasts, please give me five out of five star rating and leave a review on the episode doing all of these things really helps and tells the algorithm that this is a good piece of content that they should push to larger and wider audiences so I would be greatly appreciative if you did that for me let's see Hugh Steph wanted to add something money can solve money can't solve all of your issues and you'll go Farther with a healthy relationship, business and personal. Yes. Closing thoughts from Hugh Steph. Money can't solve all of your issues and you will go farther with a healthy relationship, business and personal. Maurice Beat says my values are respecting other opinions and understanding where they are coming from. Hugh Steph Because there was a lot of typos In his original one I helped him clean it up A little bit (laughs) He said Money can't solve All of your issues And you will go farther With a healthy relationship He said My ish was tripping It's cool We know what you meant We knew what you meant I also think A last entry That I would want to add To that is Expecting the best Out of people Is another attribute Or something that I value Um Um So let me write this real quick. Hold on. Because I still believe in writing things on paper. Expecting the best out of people. Now with this one, you kind of got to wait for them to show you that they can even live up to that expectation. But expecting the best out of people is a good characteristic, in my opinion, to have. Because if you never expect people to do right, why are you... Why are you like, why would you want to foster a relationship and you never think they're going to do right? That sounds counterproductive, you know? So I think another good value that I want to add on last minute is expecting the best out of people. That also comes with being able to trust people a little bit, right? When you expect the best, then you are putting good vibes over the relationship and over whatever venture it is that y'all are about to enter into together. But if you are expecting the worst, now there's a difference between expecting the best and expecting the worst out of people. You can expect the best outcome, but prepare. Well, I said people, didn't I? Well, I'll say in business dealings, you can expect the best results, but then prepare for things that might try to take you away from the results you're looking for. Don't get those confused. I feel like some people focus way too much on what could go wrong, but instead of, like you can think about what could go wrong, but are you thinking about solutions so that you can get the best? We're aiming high, but we're also being realistic by making sure that we are factoring in road bumps that we could face, obstacles that we could face. So there is a big difference. There's a difference in expecting the worst and preparing for the worst. You can prepare for the worst, but still expect the best outcome. Just want to leave that there as well. So, yeah. Um, Like I said, if you are listening to this on YouTube, Spotify or Apple Podcasts, then please make sure you comment down below. Leave five out of five stars. Leave a review on the episode. Like, comment, subscribe, follow, Hit the notification bell so you'll be notified each and every time I post a new piece of content. I would greatly appreciate that. And it tells the algorithm that they should push this out to bigger and larger audiences. How big and large those audience members are, right? I would greatly appreciate that. If you want to go the extra mile and support me, then for as little as $5 a month, please consider becoming a patron of mine on patreon.com slash For as little as $5 a month, you will be helping to support me and you will get access early access to the content and when i get more patrons we'll get more exclusive content up there I'm still working on building that up um yeah what else i got on this thing let me look at my list so yeah if you would like to go that extra mile in supporting me then that would be greatly appreciated that would be greatly appreciated what else we got on here yeah um Like I said, check out my song Love Chaser was playing at the beginning of this episode. Love Chaser is available on all major streaming platforms and the lesser-known platforms and the free platforms. I make my music available everywhere, paid and unpaid, okay? So check it out. It's on the major ones: Spotify, Title, Apple, YouTube, Google, Amazon love chaser you can also watch the music video for love chaser on youtube search lexi l-e-x-c all one word y'all people been disrespecting my name lexi l-e-x-c love chaser search that on youtube and watch the great production that is love chaser which was a result of a great business relationship by the way like we talked about um again you can find my lexi merchandise hats wristbands posters lighters pictures smaller pictures like not posters on my website at lexiatl that's dot com. check out lexi quotes if you're into books I'm currently reading omarion's book unbothered the power of choosing joy chapter six just posted a couple days ago and chapter seven will be posting in a few days shout out to glory apparel g-l-o-r-y god's love over rebellious youth you can check out the first collection, Loved One's Collection, which I was a featured model for. I'm in the light blue Loved One's hoodie. You can check out that collection on God's Love over Rebellious Youth dot store. Or you can follow them on Instagram at Glory Apparel One. That's at Glory Apparel One on Instagram. Click the link in the bio to go to the store, to go shop. A percentage of all sales from the Loved Ones Collection will be donated to helping people get help. We want to see our people be healthy emotionally and mentally, so every month we will be paying for as many people as we can to go to therapy. Through your purchases, you will help people all over the world find safe spaces to process their life experiences in a healthy way that will ultimately lead to a healthy life. So check those out. Something else that I wanted to alert y'all to that I'm kind of mad I didn't include in the first, like in the pre-roll of this, in the Lex chat of it. I'm going to be doing a giveaway. I have decided I don't go to church no more, but I always tune in to church through Spotify. My adoptive church, I decided, is Elevation Church, which is based in Charlotte, North Carolina. The pastor is Stephen Furtick. But that's beside the point. Tithing is what I'm getting at. (laughs) I have not been tithing and it's my personal belief. Hopefully I'm not twisting the Holy Scripture or whatever, but it's my personal belief that tithing does not have to mean just going to a church. I believe it can mean investing in your community, investing in people around you. So I've decided that I will go back to tithing 10% of my money. What that means for y'all is I will be doing monthly giveaways. And the first one I'm going to be starting with is going to be it's like a um, it's a way that I'm marketing my Christmas song, which is called 12 Ratchet Days of Christmas. And I haven't decided yet if I want to give away money or if it will be like an action, like pay for marketing or pay, it's it's gonna switch up each month. Sometimes it'll be money. Sometimes it'll be free photo shoot. Sometimes it'll be um, paying for a bill, paying for a ticket. I've paid people's bills before. I've paid for, um, I've paid like a driver's license fee for somebody before so they can get their license back. I've paid light bills for people before. I've paid people's probation officers before. This was like years ago, like, 2017 2018 when i was doing it um so yeah it'll probably rotate every month but essentially it'll be the value of 10 percent of my income from the previous month and that will be me tithing so all of that to say 12 ratchet days of christmas is releasing on christmas day i got a christmas song if you are not subscribed to my newsletter please do so please also stick close to my instagram page at lexi atl For information on the giveaway and how you can participate and how you can be entered into win, I think, and y'all let me know, do you want money or do you want gifts? I think this first one, I kind of want to make it a gag gift. Lemon pepper wings and liquor and eggnog in a gift basket. I think that's what I want to give away. Maybe, maybe. Well, let me know if y'all want something like that. Or if y'all want cash prizes, they're still going to be switched up. But yeah, that's what I wanted to let y'all know. And uh this is running over way over the hour that I intended. So, yeah, definitely stay close to Instagram. Um, go to my website to subscribe to my newsletter. I'll be sending out um, information through the newsletter about this giveaway as well as information about this song and future releases will be accompanied by giveaways so y'all be prepared that includes our album maurice which we're is gonna be honestly it's probably looking like march because if we give it three or four months of like proper promo and pre-saves and all of that yeah so yeah, thank y'all so much for tuning in to Lex Chat this week. I really appreciate y'all. Shout out to at real Anthony Madden for the topic this week, which was important values. Let me look at the actual, um, I almost dropped all of y'all on y'all face just so y'all know. Let me look at the actual title of it. Important values when it comes to building business relationships. So thank you at real Anthony Madden for submitting that topic. That was the perfect topic. And I hope everybody learned some things, got some new perspectives, shared some perspectives, and um, I hope it helps us all become better artists and better people so we can have better relationships, personal and business wise. So, yeah, thank you all so much for tuning in. My name is Lexi. Until next time. Peace. Instead of chasing after someone else, girl, you better love yourself. love chaser. Ooh, ooh, love chaser. Ooh, ooh, ooh love chaser. baby, girl, I see the pain, and I know you've been through it. I know you want some.